0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Sharamwana, the great African queen, how appropriate that we are playing Sharamwana on this special day, uh, the special month where we celebrate our ladies, our women. So let me just ensure that we are sounding good and everything is connected. Let me just say hi to my co-host, Nancy. Hey, Nancy. Can you hear me? Huh?
2: Yes, yes, yes. Noah, I can hear you loud and clear. Thank you for putting in that (laughs) Shalamoana.
1: That's a classic song. Reminds me of those days in the 90s. Uh Uh-huh. Because, yeah, I think Shalamwana was a huge, huge, big hit in the 80s and 90s. By the way, she's turning, she was born in 1958 on May the 13th. So she's mm-hmm. actually 62, 62 wow. years old.
2: Wow. And do you, wow. do you remember
1: yeah. the Shalamwana counterpart that I think they started singing almost at the same time, Mbilia Bell? Yeah,
2: Mbilia yeah, Bell, yes, yes, yeah. yes. I yeah. really love their music. <laughs>
1: you know how old she is?
2: I have no idea. Is she still alive? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's, <as> she's, <laughs> she...
1: <laughs> yeah. She's she's 62 also. They are the same age as Shalamoana.
2: Awesome, awesome, yeah, awesome. 62. Those are the women that really killed the stage. Yeah?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I think uh, those uh-huh. are great, great African women. So let me say hi to a special brother. Uh, this is Brother Warren. Brother Warren, welcome to to the, our show.
3: Hey, I'm just calling in to listen to the topic about celebrating our <laughs> women.
1: <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it's a special special one today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we got we gotta pay tribute. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So our our show today will be celebrating, talking about women. Because we know we wouldn't be anywhere without women. So this month is month of March, where uh, it's highlighting on the achievement and the history of women. It's actually, is it, what, what, what is what is it called now? Is it Women's History Month or what is, what is it called?
2: Yeah, it's actually um, Women's History Month, though there's a specific day like this uh, year on March 8th. That was um, International Women's Day. But uh, the whole lot of March will be celebrating women because it's um, History Month for women. Good, yeah. good, good.
1: Yeah, so it's it's a very uh, important thing to acknowledge, to pay tribute, to honor those great great women who have uh, done their share in this world of course when we talk about celebration and of course we are highlighting uh, black women and of course other uh, women so uh, for the next few minutes we are going to just pay a little bit of tribute to uh, of course our pioneers uh, women black women who have Gone above and beyond, especially during their time when they were uh, uh, still walking this earth. Of course, when you talk about people like Harriet Tartman, those are women, of course, who are synonymous with Black history and freedom. Because when you look at the achievement, what they did, what they had to overcome to fight for their freedom. Uh, of other people. And I think there is a famous saying that is attributed, I think, to Harry Totman where she says, I could have saved more had they known they were in bondage or they were slaves. Because sometimes people mm-hmm. don't know that they are in bondage, of course,
2: mm-hmm. uh, during
1: those times when I think the rail uh, the underground uh, tunnels were what they had to overcome i think we can't even begin to imagine especially the challenges that our ancestors those who came before us to pave the way what they had to uh, go through it's just i mean we can't even imagine yeah so Of course, from the American side, there are of course countless, countless uh, black women. But from the African side, the continent itself, the motherland, uh, one of the challenges I think that we have on the continent is the lack of history written by our people. Because mostly the history that we have on the ground, it's history that somehow is Told from a third person's perspective, so you find that most of the grandparents, the stories that they uh, they had to tell, most of them they are not documented because, of course, we come from a culture uh, that believes in oral history, telling stories by the campsite, camp, camp, I mean, in the in the evening, there are those uh, Tushimis that we would call the bedtime stories where our parents would pass on information. So most of it was not recorded. I think that's part of the challenge. So we're going to talk just in general, of course, as we pay tribute to women uh, who have just done countless things to just better uh, this earth. As we know, March the 8th, was in International Women's Day. So Nancy, what, what, what is the what is International Women's Day? Tell us a little bit about uh, the history uh, of women and this month.
2: All right. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. Let me take this time to welcome the listeners and to celebrate the women who are listening today and the women from all walks of life. So, again, this show is a primetime show that comes every Wednesdays to educate, empower, and encourage, and enlighten um, our listeners from various uh, topics of interest, issues, and failures around the community. So, uh, we come every Wednesdays at 9 p.m., so make it a habit, make it a date with us. So, I'm going to give you a little bit of history here for, for the uh, International Women's Day. It was celebrated since... 1911. Can you imagine? 1911. So this day, the International Women's Day actually fell on March 8th, which was two days ago, but still, like I mentioned earlier on, that we are still going to celebrate women because March turns out to be the the Women's History Month. So um, the International Women's Day was a day dedicated to honoring the achievements of women throughout history and across the globe. And it's typically there for women from all different backgrounds and cultures. It doesn't matter whether, whether you are black, Asian, white. We just celebrate all the women. And we encourage all the women to band together to fight against uh, par- um, gender parity and women's rights. Um, this day was also um, aimed or formed to um, help eliminate discrimination against women. As you know, that women have come a long way in our fighting against uh, discrimination against women so that's a little history there so uh, even as we continue to celebrate the history month i just want to take this time to shout out to all the women for breaking the barriers and for um, breaking the glass ceiling and i'll be talking more about that as we go on uh, to discuss this topic as you know our uh, women are breaking our uh, barriers in politics socially economically and for And uh, even in their cultural achievements, But um, recognizing that this fight for um, equality is far from being over, actually. So we are still continuing to fight. So uh, who are you celebrating this month, Noah?
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, where would we be without our women? Of course, the answer is in the Garden of Eden, I'm sure, Brother Warren understands that.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: so uh, this the, I, I think for me, I was fortunate enough to grow up in a family where I was surrounded, of course, mostly I come from a family with a lot of brothers and only one sister, but my mom was very instrumental. Very instrumental to me and she's the woman that uh, raised me to be the Noah that you see so when it comes to this month when it comes to paying tribute to the women who have made a difference of course my mother uh, takes the pie and there are of course uh, mothers that I have known over time especially coming across to these parts in the United States. So I have a lot of mothers that I'm very proud of, people that are so motherly. These are people who fill in the gap, even though uh, they may not be my biological mother, but at least there are some women who have been there for me, uh, especially even when I was in school, just, Ever since I've been in this country, of course, I would say Auntie Esther, she is uh, one of those women who has been there for me countless times. She's sort of like a mother here in the United States, but I have also been fortunate enough to be surrounded by a lot of women uh, in this community who have played a role and played a small part, at least in what you're seeing as the knower the today. So those are the two women that I, 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 I'll mention for now. Of course, my grandmother, she's getting there in age. My mother's mother, she's getting there in age. Of course, my grandmother's countless ones back home. But... Uh, you know, these days you only talk to your people on the phone, and of course we are happy that they Zoom. But yeah, so those are the women that have stood out for me. And how, how about how about you, Nancy? Which women come to mind when you think of this special day? Like this, uh, go back to Monday. I mean, two days ago on Women's uh, Day. When you're celebrating that day, which women come to mind uh, uh, to you?
2: So uh, for me, really, um, thank you so much for that. So uh, for me, really, I celebrate all the women, but uh, more specifically, I'm giving a shout-out to my 96-year-old grandmother, the mother to my mother, and my mother in heaven. And I also uh, shout-out to my sister in Lusaka, Zambia, And I also want to uh, give out a shout out to the women that pray for me all the time. And um, of course, God does send, um, you know, um, destiny helpers. When you grow up, God just sends people. I was surrounded by women of power, women of prayer, women that shaped me to be the woman that I am today. So I also want to shout out to my uh, auntie in New York, the one that I would call first if I'm crying or if I'm. Something has happened in celebration. She listens to me, and she gives me the appropriate um, advice. And um, moreover, um, in the U.S., we have Auntie Monica, who is uh, the mother to nearly everybody here in South Bend. We love her. Mm-hmm. She's always there for everybody. If I was to mention uh, all the women here, I would go up to even 10 or 20. So notably just half for now. Okay? So otherwise... Oh, oh, um, yes. I'm so grateful for these phenomenal women in my personal life.
1: Yeah, that's that's good, because there are countless women out there who uh, we pay tribute to. So, Brother Warren, I know, uh, I'm sure there are some women that you want to give a shout out to.
3: Yeah, I want to first of all say that, uh, before I get to that, is that, One of the interesting things about having your DNA done is that there's an aspect of it that gives you what is called your haplogroups. You have what is called maternal haplogroups and paternal haplogroups. So let me explain. Mm -hmm. The woman gives to her children her mitochondria. So the son and the daughter has the mother's mitochondria, but only the female could pass it on. So the mitochondria is what the woman passed to her daughter, what the daughter passed for thousands of years uninterrupted. So when the scientists began to study the placentas of women of different groups, so what they did was they took African-American women, they took black women from the Caribbean and women from Africa and noticed that in the DNA genetic material in their placenta, it was diverse. The other cultural regions, rural, Native Americans, Asians, it wasn't as diverse. They concluded, therefore, that the woman, the mother of all humans, was an African woman. So they're even looking at the DNA of not just continental African women, but the black women in the United States and the Caribbean. So, my maternal haplogroup, meaning what I inherited from my mother and what she gets from her mother all the way back, is a haplogroup that is labeled as L3F1B4, which puts my maternal lineage in Eastern and Central Africa. Now, I said that because I'm proud to be descended from the first woman on, on the planet. And so my mother, I pay homage to my mother who passed in 2013, and to both of my grandmothers, my father's mother and my mother's mother, and all of the women that I come from that I knew and didn't know but heard a whole lot through family stories. And I always, t- I always tell other black males, I said, when well, you... Marry, or you date a black woman, wherever she may be in the world, you are with the original woman. You are with the original female. And so I I take pride in that because it was black women who saved my life. My mother gave birth to me. She nurtured me. Both of my grandmothers gave birth to my father and my mother, so on and so forth. And so that's the type of honor that I give to the women that were in my life, uh, my significant father in all, those women.
1: Yes, well said, Brother Warren, because when we go back in history, of course, you look at the the great women, for instance, like uh, Nefertari, Queen Zinga, those are strong African women who actually fought the Portuguese, especially when you look at Uh, Zinga. So Mm -hmm. we are very proud as uh, African people coming from the culture, the rich culture that we have. Of course, the Mm -hmm. woman plays a very central role, especially in Mm -hmm. child-rearing, caring for the babies. When you look at our communities, Mm -hmm. it's the women that hold these communities together. So we, I mean, thank you for sharing on your in fact, while I have you, Brother Warren, can you share with your, our listeners uh, when you did your DNA? Where mm-hmm. it connects you to? Well, you have the, the 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 big companies. The big companies you
3: have is Ancestry.com, 23andMe. Those are the, the big companies.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And the type of test that you take is called an autosomal DNA test. And what that means is your results are going to be what's from your mom and what's from your dad's side. Now remember you have two parents, four grandparents, eight great grandparents as you go up, those ancestors multiply. so when you go up ten generations, if I'm not mistaken though if you go up ten generations, that might be over a thousand or something ancestors I think when you go up the line so <clears throat> So black people, uh, we, we're, we're, we're a mixture of all African, all African regions. All African regions are reflective in our DNA results. And continental Africans who are also taking those DNA tests, like if they're from the eastern part, they're seeing that there's makeup from the western part. See, that's the thing about East Africa and West Africa, those are superficial labels. The af- the indigenous, autochthonous African people have been moving around the continent for tens of thousands of years. So when groups went into Southern Africa, some of them mixed with some of the people that was already there. Some of them, like in South Africa, mixed with the San and the Khoi people. You know, with the little Chinese looking eyes and stuff like that. Exactly. Little, exactly. Yeah, so 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 know. You know, in, indigenous African people are of with each other. Now I'm seeing a category for African Americans, like some of my cousins, there's a category called Eritrea and Ethiopia, which means that this is not that there was an ancestor from Ethiopia came over here. What it is is that in your DNA is what's been there for thousands of years. So even when the Africans were taken from the western part they were still intermingling with Africans from other parts. And some of the African ethnic groups in the Western part originally migrated from Central and Eastern Africa. And then they said there was a large group of Africans from what is today Cameroon migrated to Southern and Eastern Africa over a thousand
1: years ago. That's true. Actually, even part of the history, because I think you're familiar with the books by... Professor Van Tisedemo, uh, I think the book is entitled "They Came Before Columbus." I think he documents oh, right. some of some of this history. Yeah. So moving on to Nancy, what is, what is the theme for this year? For uh, is it the theme for, for the month? What
2: what do they call it, Nancy? So, um, anyway, uh, thank you so much, Brother Warren. You know, our our brother is from Zambia. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. uh, the theme for this year's um, History Month is uh, Choose to Challenge. So, you know, um, like what I mentioned earlier on, that women have gone through a lot of challenges in the past, and I'm going to kind of like uh, list them out real quick. Um, We're talking about gender-based violence, discrimination against women in politics. As you have, it's been hard to break that window sailing. Uh, we're also talking about uh, inequality in workplaces, businesses, real estate, in the corporate world. We're talking about early child marriages, single parenthood, rep, not having enough access to healthcare services, especially those women in developing countries, um, even here in the United States, actually. And uh, mm-hmm. even um, women being denied the right to drive, like, for example, um, in Saudi Arabia. They just kind of like gave them that right to, the privilege to drive in uh, 2019. So in Pakistan, as you saw, Malala, who is... um, Yeah, the young girl, the young woman. Yeah, the young girl who does advocate for education. I mean, the young girls have been denied the rights for even um, education. So uh, when you look at the theme, choose to challenge, these are the challenges that... We are talking about that we need to choose to challenge these problems, the barriers, and become, you know, better women. But uh, even just like uh, on a personal level, each woman should be able to challenge themselves to be a better person, to be inspired by what other women are doing. Instead of feeling jealousy or envious, we should challenge ourselves as women to be a better version of ourselves and to be able to break barriers. We know that every woman has got their own different visions and talents. And and goals, but we have to make sure that uh, we appreciate it And every woman. We, you know, we praise them, we inspire, and let us also get inspired. So let's choose to challenge ourselves as women. All right. Yeah, so well said, here. Nancy.
1: Yeah, well said, because when, when we talk about the celebrating women, we are talking <laughs> about those women who are uh, making a difference, not those who Want to stay on the phone and gossip and make noise about other people? No, we are talking about women who have a purpose, who have a direction in this life. Because, for instance, when you look at the great names, of course, the, of course, on the American side, there are countless, countless black women. Because the one of the countless, I mean, one of the rising star. Uh, of course, for Stacey R. Abrahams in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. You saw what she was able to achieve to mm-hmm. uh, promote uh, the voting rights, which are usually suppressed for black people in this country. So she championed that, and of course, the results, everybody can see what happened in Georgia. Of course, there are a, a lot of countless great women, uh, women like uh, Hillary Clinton. Those are women, of course, uh, w- w- you like Hillary Clinton is one of the great American women, a woman who has saved her time, uh, not in jail. She has saved the country uh, in in Washington. Of course, you have other great women like Michelle Obama. You have women who are making a difference, Uh, people like Oprah Winfrey. But when we look at the African continent, uh, which women can you point out, uh, Nancy, as great women who have, who are making a huge difference on the African continent, especially in Zambia? Are there some women that you can point out, especially on the political scene in Zambia, that come to mind?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I actually, there are a lot of uh, women um, in Zambia. And I see that um, women are really stepping up. We have uh, Professor Luan Kandu. She's been in politics for a long time. We have Madam um, Nawakwe. She's been in politics for a long time. We have uh, Betty Kawunda, She was, uh, you know, supportive to her husband, you know, as, uh, you know, Karunda having been the first president of Zambia. So uh, behind every, every great man, there's that great woman. So we need to recognize that. So... Um, Currently, Zambia actually has the first vice president, Madam Inonge Wiener. And also, I want to give a shout-out to Madam Mutali Nalumango, who has recently been chosen vice president for one of the largest opposition parties in Zambia, UPND. And um, Mm -hmm. also not forgetting uh, Kamara Harris here, the first U.S. um, vice president, Asian African-American. And uh, just recently, we had uh, the first director of the general... The World Trade Organization, Madame Ngozi Okonjo-Iweala. That position has never been held by a woman. So these are one of the some of the notable women, actually. So uh, going back in history, there are a lot of women in Zambia who have really, really been um, in in political leadership.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's that's true. That's true. So at this point. Uh, as we continue the conversation we're gonna play a a short song and I think this is by Angela Nirenda who who is of course one of the uh, notable Zambian musicians she is I think well known uh, for her beautiful tracks so let's play this little track and then give you a little few seconds to stretch and drink some water and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Angela Nirenda.
0: Kuala is a ceremony that enables the Ngoni people to pay their homage to the ancestral spirits, commemorate their victories during tribal wars, and praise the Lord for giving them fresh crops in the peace. The Kuala Ceremony is raised by His Royal Highness, Korsiyamankos, Paramount Chief President of Samia. Vaya, te cosi amaco. Vaya, te cuenam. Vaya, te Vaya, te Vaya, te Vaya, te Vaya, te Vaya, Vaya, ngungu kwa zakavha auge ugeni nyamusha kunje impinge ni le mashakazi tsendezayo kuba kwaona majaya ati tsendezayo aigwa zi tsenda ati nguva 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 niyo banga hozi ambenze languva Shapunjan, limping and illimashakazi. Sendesai, oh, Lua, on a majayati. Sendesai, oh, I quati senda, atingua, Lua, hau chungu, ataka, ati au geni, yamu shapunjan, limping and illimashakazi. Sendesai, oh, Lua, majayati. Kwa zisenda Ati nguwa nguwa Kwa nguwa ni o wanga Kwa zi ambenzi Kwa nguwa Kwa, 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 kwa wanga Kwa zi ambenzi Kwa nguwa Au chungu kwa za kawa po Au, Au jeni Nyamusha kunjana Simpi nge nile majakazi Sende zayo mguwa Waona matayati Sende zayo.
1: Amen. That's a beautiful track by Angela Nirenda. I was actually looking for the other one, but this is the only one I could find. So, Angela Nirenda, of course, she comes from the eastern province, the right side of the country where I come from. That's basically why I had to play that song. So, I'm sure everybody understands and, uh, and what that means. So, Nancy comes from the the other side of the country, but obviously, I'm sure she knows. She envies, she wishes she would have come from the eastern. Isn't that right, Nancy?
2: Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud to be lovely. I'm proud to come from the from the western yeah, no. province, and I think we have very good music from there. You know,
1: <laughs> western power, <Yeah>. western power.
2: <laughs> Barossa, yeah. Barossa woman. <laughs> oh,
1: so, yeah, no. Barossa, of course, with the current vice president uh uh, uh we, I I forgot even the winner. So So now we're gonna open it up to just people to uh, share what they have on their mind to pay tribute to great women that have impacted you in your lives or people that you just look up to, people that you admire and things like that. But before we open the lines for everyone else out there, we just wanted just to take a few minutes and talk about what is it exactly that we're celebrating here. So when we are celebrating women, we are highlighting the achievements of those strong, courageous, brave women who are doing something meaningful in life, who are doing something meaningful in the community, who are uh, uh, raising children. When I talk about raising children, it means raising a family, raising a community. We discussed last week, of course, uh, how the makeup of a community looks like. And the key role that parents play, especially the woman who is entrusted to look after the the little ones from the time that she pushes them out of her womb, the mother is always next to her child and the child is always next to the mother. This is why mostly uh, women and children have a very strong relationship, in most cases, unlike the fathers, because the fathers are out there waking. Sometimes they are not even in the picture. But in most cases, 99% of the time, the woman is going to be there. The guy can run away, be out there. But the woman sticks around with the child. She raises the children, so this is why it's important for us to acknowledge those strong women who are making a huge, huge difference in people's lives. So when we look at our community, of course, there are some women who are doing uh, wonderful things. Of course, we have of course, an, a, a, a great number who are uh, just filling up space and not really uh, living up to what they uh, are capable of. So those are women who we are not going to waste so much time talking about, but we are just very thankful for those people who are making a huge difference. So at this time, uh, let me ask, uh, let me check with my uh, co-host here. So we have come from history to the days, from the days of Harriet Totman, from the days of King Queen Zinga, to the days of Michelle Obama, to right now in 2021. What does it mean to be a woman in 2021?
2: Nancy? Well, uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for that question. I mean, um, to be a woman, in this time and era, an, an age. I mean, I feel like it's such a huge responsibility. I feel pride, hope, joy, celebration. I think it's such a blessing and honor to be a woman in this time, actually. So um, it's a time when women are really stepping up and rising up beyond the, beyond the challenges and also breaking barriers, as I mentioned earlier on. Being in places, women are... Are rising up and being in places where they are not even allowed to or welcome to you know like you know in politics in business, you know so it's such a it's such a blessing actually it's um good to see a lot of women rising up to the challenges and they really inspire us a lot so women should learn to just step up and go beyond you know the issues that Obviously, affect us, like jealousy, envy, gossip, and also uh, that spirit of bringing uh, another woman down. So uh, we should be women, the, death the instinct. women of the. What's that now? Yeah,
1: no, I'm saying the death instinct.
2: <laughs> the death instinct. So uh, actually, uh, the the woman of the um uh, the 21st century should be a woman that should be out there to uplift fellow women such as, you know, supporting um, one another and as well as praying for one another. Do not only pray for the women that you get along with. So I'm going to challenge women out there to take time to pray for that woman that thinks is in competition with you. The woman that thinks, you know, you don't get along. So let's learn to pray for those women that we don't even get along with. Identify their flaws and pray for that woman. Let us be women that are going to uplift each other and not tear ourselves down. All right.
1: <laughs> well said, exactly. Okay. So, Brother Calvin, uh, I know you have something to say. So, what? Uh, what is on your mind? Uh, which woman do you want to acknowledge? Uh, the floor is yours, uh, Mr. Calvin.
4: Well, I'm online Uh Kapichumbanga is my name, Kelvin, and uh, I'd like to acknowledge our African uh, women on the soil of Africa, surrounded by ocean and sea. On the other side, we had uh, prominent names. Most of them are gone. Like uh, In our own Zambia, we had people who fought our independence, uh, like Mama Julia Chikamonika, uh, in South Africa, we had uh, ladies like Winnie Mandela. Then we had uh, song bait like uh, Miriam Makeba. They went into mm-hmm. exile, fought for the independence of South Africa. But uh, I would like to point a few things like uh, uh, done by our own lady and why I feel they are so strong and they, they deserve to be remembered in a certain way. Mama Chikamoneka was uh, from the time before independence. Uh, she was Julia sofa, and was born in Kasama in 1910. And uh, I think uh, the father fought in the First World War yeah, under the British army because Zambia was colonized by, uh, by the British. Well, Machika Mwenka became one of the pioneers of a political engagement and activism for freedom from colonial rule. She encouraged brave and pride men and won a fame and respect among women countrywide. That's in Zambia. Mm-hmm. I remember at one point, these women fought when members of uh, one of the political parties were captured and arrested by uh, the the police, the British police. Mama Chikamonika and a friend stood up. They organized themselves. That was uh, Julia Chikamonika. And uh, they went much to the commissioner's office. And Mm -hmm. they had that courage to slap even the British commissioner. Just to try to fight for the men, mm-hmm. they marched to the airport in Lusaka, which is now the city airport. There, the, they they re, they are known to say Ramama Chikamoneka stripped in front of the British officers there, just to seek freedom for the men. So those are the people we remember because they, 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 they show how courage is and they, how we came to be so free up to now that some of us found ourselves far beyond the waters across the land. Like now, a lot of people, mm-hmm. these freedoms we have, we don't even know how it came by.
0: Yeah, we that's didn't good. have all these that's
4: freedoms, good. but we are enjoying them because some of the people sacrificed their lives. But those that's are good. some of the women we feel did fight. So I was just trying to bring up some of these notable names. Mm -hmm. Uh, Miriam McEba was quite high in her musical career. Um, Music has been very popular, and uh, she's been in the U.S. She did some music those years in the 60s. She was there. She was in exile.
1: Yeah, she's a veteran. Uh, She's well-known, well-traveled. Yeah, so thank you, Brother Kapinjila. Let me see if uh, uh, the, the yeah there are other people who wants to jump in. We'll get back to you. So let me go back to I think Gina, you you have a comment. Okay, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe she's walked away from the phone. So we're gonna go back to uh, Madam Treasurer, uh, Secretary, uh, Cook. What? Women, would you say uh, deserve the praise from the community? This is the Nancy. Which women uh, in our community here in the in Indiana? Which women do you look up to? Well, well,
2: well. So um, I believe that. A community is made out of uh, different women, and everybody's playing their, you know, uh, different roles. So it's kind of like just a, a contingent group of women coming together and also making the community better. So if I have to name them, I have to name about 20 of them. Oh, so I just, um, I just also- want to shout out to all the Indies and women for the wonderful job you're doing and for keeping the community together. We are proud of you.
1: That's good, good. Yeah, so I have unmuted the mics for everyone. So if anyone wishes to say something, feel free to introduce yourself and where you're calling from, and you can go ahead with your comments.
3: Uh, Noah, I'd like to uh, also put homage to Fumilayo Ransomi kuti who was the mother of Fela Kuti, the Nigerian Afrobeats artist? Mm-hmm. And Kumilayo uh, Ransomi Kuti was, she was a feminist in Nigeria. She was one of the architects uh, to to lead Nigeria to independence. She also oh. was the first woman to drive in Nigeria, to drive a car in Nigeria. But uh, she's a very, very significant, she's an educator. She's a very, very significant figure uh, in uh, in Nigerian history. Funmilayo Rasomi Kuti, Fela Kuti's mother. She was, she was, you know, she died as a result of injuries because the military, when they raided Fela's compound, he had they threw her out of the window. The military threw her out of the window. Wow. And then wow. she really died. She died later from her from her injuries of that. But she was a very, very powerful force in Nigeria in a, a historical figure that uh, is high esteem.
1: Yeah, thank, thank you for sharing on, on that one. So uh, any, any other women that we, uh, somebody else wants to give a shout out?
2: Well, uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to our princess ambassador in Ongen Bikusita Lewanika, one of the pioneers in Zambian politics, very highly knowledgeable, highly educated, first woman to be a uh, U.S. ambassador. She was also sent to Brussels. She continues to be one of the 12 of Zambia.
1: Yeah, so see, there are countless yeah. women out there who are making a huge, huge difference. So yeah, let's, let's keep the conversation going because we are paying tribute again to those strong women who are making a difference in our lives, in our community. So if you wish to have a shout out to anyone that you look up to, uh, this is the time to, to jump in. Okay. Yeah, looks like. We have uh,
2: listeners.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We have
2: listeners.
1: Oh yeah, we Mm -hmm. have people listening. Uh, Sometimes people don't want to uh, share, Uh, so uh, this is a time to open up and uh, tell us which women you you wanna acknowledge. Yeah, silence. So you know, people. uh, I think some people just feel shy. So let's go ahead, Nancy, and continue the conversation. So, what, what, what do you see as the main difference uh, when you look at the the women who came in those days to now, twenty twenty one? What doors did they open up for you, Nancy?
2: Well, uh, those women opened up a lot of doors. I mean, they were powerful women. They were not scared to go beyond the barriers, despite uh, then women not really being recognized. I mean, they had their own challenges. So here uh, uh, in the 21st century, we are lucky that um, those doors were already open, the doors to education, the doors to at least having access to the um, healthcare system, Though i'm saying that because I'm in the United States, but I don't know about that woman in the rural western province, whether they even have you know um access to medical care prenatal care, and um we still have women um when I was doing my graduate degree in nursing i I wrote a paper in um genital mutilation. It was mm-hmm. very, very heartbreaking to know that um girls are still going through such traditional practices like genital mutilation. So those are some of the challenges and barriers we try to be, you know, spreading awareness and trying to find solutions to. You know, they are culture, but uh, it's really, really painful to see girls still go through such practices. So. um, so um, yeah, when we're I... talking about women and culture, there are just still mm-hmm. some traditions that um we may feel probably they're outdated. <laughs> but <laughs> to, with to, pull to pull or not to pull We have to look into those practices and also, you know, look at the other side of uh, you know, issues like health and the psychological um, trauma. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So <laughs>
1: Yeah, women go through, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: thank, thank you for,
1: for sharing that. Yeah, women go through so much, and I, I know most people may not be forthcoming to comment or to respond, but there is just so much that women go through, especially from those practices where women had to go through those uh, 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 genital manipulation and uh, mutilations, I mean, that's just something else. So, we live now in the 21st century where things have changed, but there are a lot of women who are having some challenges and certain things that are being done to them and things like that. But this is why we are having this show, just to showcase uh, the positiveness. That we need because what we need is love. And I mentioned even last week that there are some instincts or traits that you see in positive sounding people or positive minding people. These are people who want to spread love. But of course, we don't live in a perfect world. We have all kinds of people from all kinds of backgrounds, but uh, that mixture sometimes uh, may be toxic, but of course, we have the great women who are working hard to, of course, Aunt Monica there in South Bend. We have Dorothy and the Zen women, and of course, the leaders across the country, the association presidents. We have, of course, in Philadelphia. Uh, Stella Banda, the association president, and, of course, Naz in North and South Carolina, and, of course, in Illinois, we have uh, President Irene White. So it's good that even in, on the association front, we are seeing women stepping up, of course, not forgetting our very own president here uh, in Indiana, uh, Nasi Lele Kaingu. So I'm very proud of these women and what they are doing. So when we see women uh, rising up and taking up their places in history, that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So we just wanted to encourage, especially those others who may stand on the fence and feel I don't want to get involved and things like that, it's your time. We need you. Together we can build a beautiful community, a beautiful society for us as a people. So I just wanted to acknowledge uh, those women. So as we are winding down on time, what what are your final words to our listeners, Nancy?
2: Well, um, thank you so much for having tuned in, and uh, we continue to celebrate you women. So from women, from all walks of life, you know that you are beautiful. You are 12 brothers. You make things happen. You really do make a difference. We are proud of you and continue supporting each other and praying for one another. And that's it. Thank you oh, for great. tuning in. <laughs> great, great, great.
1: Your yeah, final word, Brother Warren, to our listeners,
3: yeah, I, I just want to say that, uh, yeah, we should uh, honor women and women still face challenges, uh, uh, you know, from from the time they're girls until women, they still face challenges that uh, men have to work on uh, to uh, eliminate uh, prejudices and barriers that men may put in, in front of women.
1: Yes, yes, that's true, because I think there is just a lot of work that needs to be done on that front. So yeah. I acknowledge, of course, the women in my life. Of course, the woman in the house, Sarah Daka, there's the woman who is, is keeping me straight. And of course, I acknowledge uh, my little princess. She is also a woman who is also, she has that whip. If I go astray, she's there to correct me i acknowledge of course uh, other women uh, in my life uh, that have stood out there for me and of course i acknowledge uh, my 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 friends who i talk to every time uh, people who are just there to listen And it's just good to have women who can uh, be there to support, to encourage. And I just wanted just to to, to encourage the listeners that in order for us as a people to succeed as black people or as people, the medicine that we need is love for each other. We have to love each other. We have to support one another. We have to be there for one another. Of course, uh, there are other women that are are very instrumental in my life, like Deborah Lumba uh, in Washington State. There are also people I've mentioned like my grandparents uh, back home. But now in the United States, we have a lot of our sisters, our aunties, that are there to just uh, listen to us and to support us. So I thank all those women who have played a very crucial role in my life. So Nancy, in one minute or less, we conclude your final shout-out, and then we call it a night.
2: Well, um, thank you so much for having had me on the show. Just a shout-out to all the women. Continue loving yourselves. Uh, Love yourself first before you can be loved. You need to make sure you're in good shape. You've educated yourself. You are in good mental status. So continue being you. Continue supporting each other. Continue being trailblazers. Continue being um, women of substance, women of prayer and women of uh, integrity, because without integrity, you will not be headed anywhere. Good night.
1: Thank you, thank you. That has been our show for this evening. So tune in next week, same time as we continue our show, because I think next week we'll be talking about nutrition, or there will be another show that we we are working on. But I think if there are topics That you want us to cover, for instance, uh, religion and other uh, topics, feel free to contact us and then we can feature you on the show and then we can just spend these moments together. So we just wanted to acknowledge and celebrate the strong women who are making a difference in our lives. So again, these are women who are compassionate. These are women who are mothers. These are women who are not gossipers. These are women who are caring. These are women who are making a positive impact. These are role models that we need in our community. So we just want to encourage all the women out there, be proud of who you are. Be proud of your hair. Be proud of your lips. Be proud of your nose. And be proud of your black skin because that is exactly how God created you to be. So raise your head up and say it loud. Just like James Brown used to say, I'm black and I'm proud. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This has been your host, Noah Lovo, of course, with the great Nasi Imasiku. So we leave you with a beautiful song by Kay Figo. Uh, this is... So enjoy this track and join us next week. Thank you.